Exercise and weight loss is our topic for this first week of January, 2010. Thank you for downloading the Back Experts podcast. Back Experts is a full-service chiropractic office located just northwest of St. Louis, Missouri. You can find us online at www.backexperts.com. Now, your host, Dr. Craig Anderson. Happy New Year. It's the very first podcast of 2010. It's January, and this time of year, people are thinking about exercise, maybe thinking about losing a few pounds that you've picked up last month in December. Uh, You may have eaten a lot of food and just put on an extra 5, 10 pounds, and now it's time to get serious about exercise and get serious about losing weight. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you've taken a few minutes to download this because I have about 10, 15 minutes of information to share with you about losing weight and about exercise. Before we do that, let me explain a little bit about where I'm coming from. As a chiropractor, one of the ways that I like to communicate is through workshops in our office. And now, realistically, uh, people have trouble getting into the office for a 30 or 45-minute workshop. And so I wanted to try this year in, in, in 2010 or 2010 to present some of the information that I would have presented in a live workshop format, but through this here computer. The nice thing about this technology is that it can be interactive. So for the two or three of you who are listening, if you like, if you want to, you can call a number that I have specifically for this podcast, 636-791-0005. You can leave a question, leave a comment. Um, For the two or three of you that are listening, it'd be nice to hear from you because, uh, you know, just talking to myself uh, pretty much... uh, it's just not right. So give me a call. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you're not interested in calling and using your voice, you can send me an email. Email is anderson at backexperts.com, but voicemail would be preferred. So this time of year, everyone's thinking about exercise. Everybody's thinking about trimming down. So I picked exercise and weight loss as the first topic because this is where we are. This is what we're looking at. So we're going to get into that in just a minute. But before that, Let's look at health news that caught my eye. Subway has Jared, and now Taco Bell has Christine. I don't know if you've heard this ad yet, but Christine apparently um, lost a lot of weight by going to Taco Bell. And on the surface, that that really doesn't sound like the way you'd lose weight, but, um, you know, it worked for Jared. Jared went to Subway, and over a whole year, he ate and ate and ate the Subway sandwiches, and he lost 245 pounds. Now, back in 2000, this ad came out for Subway, and it it really boosted their sales. And so this year, Taco Bell is following suit with what they call the drive-through diet. I lost 54 pounds by reducing my daily calories and replacing my usual fast food with Taco Bell's drive-through diet. That's seven delicious items all under nine grams of fat. When I decided to trim down, I knew I had to be realistic with myself. I didn't want to cut out my fast food, so I started choosing fresco items from the drive-thru diet menu. These results aren't typical, but for me, they're fantastic. The Taco Bell drive-thru diet. Hear Christine's amazing story and learn all about it at drivethroughdiet.com. You got to hand it to Taco Bell for giving it a good shot and trying to get people to eat healthier. 
Um, just on the surface, Taco Bell doesn't seem like it's the right way to do, but, you know, they might have something there. I wish them the best, and um, my recommendation to um, my patients will be to skip Taco Bell for now. Okay, that's enough with the special effects. Let's get to our main topic, exercise and weight loss. The American College of Sports Medicine uh, pr produced a position statement in 1995. They recommended that physical activity needs to be done at least 30 minutes per day for three to five days per week. Okay, so this was in 95, and this is when the doctors really started recommending regular exercise, and this was a discrete measurement of 30 minutes per day, three to five days per week. Unfortunately, when you get looking to it, that wasn't enough to cause weight gain, or I'm sorry, not weight gain, weight loss. Now, it was enough to cause a little bit of weight loss, but it didn't really cause a significant loss of weight. In order to lose a significant amount of weight, in 2007, the American College of Sports Medicine determined that it took 250 minutes per week. Now, doing the quick math on that, that's 35 minutes a day, every day, seven days a week. They looked a little deeper into it, and the study showed that 80 minutes of activity per day, that's moderate activity, was enough to cause a significant weight loss. Now, significant weight loss is 30, 40 pounds, 50 pounds. That's what we're talking about, a big, big weight loss. Now, the National Weight Control Registry, which was started in 94, this is the, the best information we have on losing weight. They looked at um, how someone could lose 66 pounds on average. Okay, so they took a group of people, they looked at people who were su a success at losing weight, and they averaged a 66-pound weight loss. And how did they do it? How much exercise did they do? Well, looking at for five and a half years, these people who lost 66 pounds, average, 90% of them did one hour per day. One hour of exercise every day. 94% of them increased their physical activity, and the biggest thing they did was walking. Just simply getting out there and walking. That's what it took, just the activity. Now, the misconception here about exercise and weight loss is that you... You have to have a formalized plan. And really, you don't have to be formalized. You just need to do something. You just need to, to get out. You need to walk a little bit. You need to take the stairs instead of the elevator. You just need to do something. So in this new year, 2010, you're making resolutions. What kind of exercise are you going to do? Are you going to go to the gym? Are you going to sign up with a physical trainer? Are you going to sit down? Are you going to plan out every workout every day and just incrementally increase it? Now, that works for some people but it doesn't work for everyone. If you're not a disciplined kind of person, forget that. Forget the program. Forget figuring out, you know, I'm going to exercise 34 minutes on Monday, and then next Monday I'll go 38 minutes. Just forget that. All you have to do is make better decisions in your day-to-day -day life. Choose to take the stairs. Choose to park a little farther at the Walmart parking lot and walk. Walk more. Use your body more. Exercise. So what's the best kind of exercise for weight loss? Well, there's this concept called the resting metabolic rate. So what that is is how much energy does your body burn when you're at rest? You want it to burn more when you're at rest. That's the goal. When you're resting, you want your body to be burning calories. 
That's the best kind of exercise, sitting on the couch, burning calories. So this, this resting metabolic rate is an important piece of the puzzle. And in my opinion, it's the biggest missing piece in most people's weight loss strategy when it comes to weight loss and exercise. So here's the deal. We had a study that looked at a one-year weight loss. So we have moderately overweight man, men, probably eh, 30 pounds or so overweight. They were given energy restriction diet. So simply reduce your calories. Okay? No problem. A year later, their resting metabolic rate was lower. So when they're at rest watching TV, they're burning less calories. Does anybody see the problem here? You have to actually work harder to burn calories if you just restrict your caloric intake. So the bottom line with this study is that you have to exercise. You have to add some exercise to it. The same study looked at a group of women. They compared the sedentary women to women who were doing regular endurance exercise. And those women who did regular endurance exercise got out, did some brisk walking, did some running. They actually increased their resting metabolic rate. So at rest, while they're sitting there watching TV, they're able to burn more calories. And that is the ticket for losing weight. Now, if you gain a pound of muscle, on average, you're going to burn a couple hundred extra calories a day just by sitting there. So you want to add a little strength training to your exercise plan. Strength training doesn't have to be weights. It could just simply um, be some exercises you do in your bedroom. You can do some squats. You can do some one-leg squats. By doing one-legged squats, you actually are going to be putting a lot more weight on that leg, and you're going to exercise that quadriceps. The big muscles in your legs are a great place to gain some muscle weight. Because when you gain the muscle weight, you're going to increase this resting metabolic rate, and you're going to lose weight faster. So this year, when you decide to exercise more, um, start slow. Take it easy. Ease into it. If you start too fast, you're going to burn yourself out. And that's the last thing you want to do. You want to incorporate exercise into your lifestyle so that five years from now, you'll still be exercising. That's the goal. You don't want to exercise for two months and then just say, oh, I tried that, it didn't work. No, you want to incorporate it into your life so that it will just be part of your life. Start easy. Start with a couple days a week, ease into three or four days a week, and just make it part of your life. Now, one way to go about exercising is to exercise in the morning. The problem is, and this is my problem, I'm tired in the morning. I usually don't feel like exercising. So for me, I have to lay out clothes. I have to put everything in my way that makes it so easy for me to put those clothes on, whether it's some shorts or some shoes or whatever I need to do, and either go onto the treadmill or drag myself to the gym or however that has to happen. I have to trick myself and completely lay everything out the morning of or the, the night before or the next morning. That might be something that works for you. You may be someone who likes to exercise at night or maybe during the day over a lunch break. Finding that way to exercise is going to be key for your success. I'm planning on doing a marathon in April, and I haven't done much running in a long time. What would be a good plan if I don't over-exercise? That was David with the question. Since, uh, David, you're planning to run a marathon, I would guess you have some experience running 
And so the biggest thing you're going to need to watch out for is your desire to jump back into the, the high mileage workouts. You need to fight this urge to do too much too soon. A big part of exercising is training your nervous system, training the ligaments, training the tendons to handle the load of these long workouts, not just your muscles. So I would add about 10% to your distance each week and work that up until race day, and uh, you should be good to go. Have a good race. All right, that'll do it for our inaugural podcast. If you have any questions or comments, call our comment line at 636-791-0005, and I appreciate you joining me. Next time, we're going to talk about one of my favorite concepts in nutrition called the 500-calorie swing. You won't want to miss it. Until then, stay healthy. Thank you.